Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is your guy, Black Nerd, and you just tuned into Black Nerd's podcast. I'm glad you tuned in, and today we are going to be talking about some topics. Uh, we'll be talking about video game news today, um, all the stuff on the NES, the Super NES games coming to the Nintendo Switch online service. Yeah, surprising, ain't it? Uh, we're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about the revised version of the Nintendo Switch that's also available now, so you'll be able to go out and pick it up right as we speak. Um, also, we'll be talking a little bit about Ninja, Ninja, the streamer, video game streamer on Twitch that left Twitch to go to Mixer, and we'll be talking a little bit about that situation, kind of a kind of a dicey situation there. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. Also, on our movies, our movies, we're going to be talking about everything, pretty much Disney heavy content here. We're talking a little bit about what if Deadpool was PG thirteen? Is will they be PG thirteen or will they stay rated R? Okay. Um, also, Disney reboots. Home Alone, um, Home Alone, also as well as uh, Night at the Museum, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and Cheaper by the Dozen. What do you think about that? Plus, the Disney earnings was not too cool. Um, stock, the stock was down four percent, and that was because I guess Xbox, um, Xbox, excuse me, X Men, <laughs> Dark Phoenix. <laughs> wow, I just went from video games to, to movies, guys. <clears throat> so, and then also as well, Disney Plus has announced are announcing uh, the uh, bundle. So not just the streaming service that you all know now, but also the bundles that's coming out. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. So hopefully you guys are doing well. Hopefully you guys are having a great week. Um, and you know, hopefully you weathered the heat. Man, Sacramento has been so entirely hot. We're talking like 106, you know, over 100 degrees. Yes, Sacramento does get hot. Okay, so again, keep yourself hydrated. Keep yourself full of water. Uh, make sure if you got to go outside, you know, make sure you're hydrated. Also, if you, if you don't have to go outside, stay inside with the AC on or something. But make sure that uh, you take care of yourself out there in that heat. So, other than that, I'm glad to get back on to the tech news and stuff and sit back, relax, and enjoy this next episode of Black Nerds Podcast. Hey, so on video game news or news on video games, um, there's some new news coming out of Nintendo again. So, um, of course, you know, right now we're, we're actually in a really good time when if you're a Switch owner, Nintendo Switch owner, so many um, wonderful games is coming out. Um, if you look on the eShop right now, there's there's like almost every week, I would say, or at least every month for sure, we're getting at least about 20 to 25 uh, new indie games. So um, don't sleep on the indie games, man. The indie games, you know, yeah, there are. It's a mixed bag. Sometimes you may get some that are not the greatest. I always recommend to look at the videos before you purchase them. Um, some of them are very, are, are very, you know, they you know they have a very low budget. If you're low on the budget, you just want to put a uh, maybe a nice little quick and play handhelds. That's what I call them, you know, on your Nintendo Switch. You know, they have a lot of choices on the Nintendo eShop that to choose from. So, you know, next time, you know, when you, you know, if you have a Switch right now, you know, go get a chance to go into the Nintendo eShop and, and, and just browse around. I mean, I think the Nintendo eShop right now is pretty much over, well over a thousand choices of games on there. That's, that's not just indie games, but also you know, you got your AAA, you got your first party games. And speaking of that, we we're I'm definitely looking forward to some uh, really big games coming in the month of, I believe in the month of end of August and then also in September. So uh, one of them I know is going to be um, the remastered version of uh, Link's Awakening. Some of you may remember, especially those of you that has been playing video games as long as I have. Um, Link's Awakening was originally a... Um, I believe it was a game. It was originally a Game Boy game. So, um, actually, Game Boy. I would say Game Boy Color. 
um, Game Boy Color because if I remember correctly, because I don't think I've ever played Link's Awakening, but I do remember it. And I believe it came, it was around during the uh, Game Boy Advance SP. I love that. I love the SP. Um, I had the SP and also I had the Game Boy Advance, uh, the Game Boy Advance or Game Boy Color Advance, they called it at that time. But, <clears throat> excuse me, they, you, they had the uh, Link's Awakening uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening uh, and on that game and I, I that was um, a really good game so I'm actually looking forward to getting that uh, for the Nintendo Switch now um, if you haven't been able to see the new look that they've given it they've given it a whole entirely new look to this game and it's wonderful it's, it's not just the look is not even like the way it used to look and they've done it high definition. No, they've actually made the, they've, they kept the, 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 um, how can I say the, 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 the worlds that link maneuvers the same. So you're still looking at a top down version of link and link as a little person. You're still looking at it from that angle and also that build, but the entire world is almost like it's made out of a new uh contemporary version like a claymation i guess i can describe it like that is it is definitely high definition it is definitely the colors like pop just i mean just so colorful and it's, the worlds are awesome so if you get a chance take a look at the uh youtube video of that and it, uh, it's, it's very impressive, very impressive. I personally am looking forward to Nintendo really releasing a lot of the old school Link, Link you know, Legend of Zelda games. Um, I personally, I enjoyed the, um, I enjoyed the GameCube version of um the legend of the legend of zelda wind waker that was one of my favorites i that was one of them i didn't ever think i would i would like but i really enjoyed that one it was more kind of a animated type of version of link it was really good um so i really enjoyed that i'm hoping that eventually they will do it like a hd version of that and just bring that over to the nintendo switch it will work so well on the nintendo switch and if i remember correctly those of you that have the wii u um, they actually ported that from, I believe it was the GameCube, and they actually brought that over to the to the Wii U. So, and it looked it looked wonderful then because the Wii U, you know, you had HD graphics on there. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm looking forward to this um, this game, and I'm looking forward to to purchasing you know purchasing this game, and. Um, some of you might have already purchased uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I'm not a really big um, Fire Emblem fan, so but from what I've seen and observed, it's it's a really good, robust game. This this game you will not be able to finish it like so quick. It's it's a really huge game and almost like a RPG open world type of game. Um, it looks like there's so much to do in this game. So um, if you, that's another game that just been released and it's been it's been doing really good out there. Um, also, um, if you got um, Marvel Marvel Alliance, um, the Black Order, excellent game. I personally have that one, and um, really phenomenal game. Another game that got released also was um, the DC DC Universe Online. Now this one in particular. This was like a super old game. I believe this game was was actually originally out there since either 2008 or something like that. Um, it was originally a PC game, so it's really just strictly online. It's a, so much you can do. They finally brought it over to the Nintendo Switch, and um, yeah, I don't know why. I think I was kind of a surprise to see that come over to the Nintendo Switch. It was kind of like, okay, DC Universe Online, I think I remember this. But from what I understand, and they put so much hype behind it, but it's it's a game that um that it, it's it's like a huge open world game you you either play as the protagonist or the enemy the bad guy or you play as the good guy and you can choose your own like adventure and stuff it, it's it's 
it sounds like it's um i haven't even dug into it to be honest with you it's totally free so um now when i say free too you know you got to remember and understand that um and that's and also let me mention it's a mmo which um it's an mmo game so it's free up to a certain point so some of these games now you can download them for free you can actually play them you can actually play them and you can put in like say 30 to 40 hours and, and like in dc the dc online universe or dc universe online for example you can actually put in at least about maybe 20 to 30 hours of, of free gameplay where you can you can get a full you know you can get enough time in to really have a good time with it and and before you know they they'll want you to you know kind of purchase some things which you know again you can't really go wrong with free um, some of the games now, you know, they, they're allowing you like a Fortnite or like uh, Paladins or, you know, there's a few other games that's out there that you can actually download on your Nintendo Switch, believe it or not, for free. Fortnite is one of them. And it's one of the most popular games out there. So you can actually download those games for free where you where, where do you, where you hit the paywall is, it, at is like things like like, you know, say in Fortnite, you have, you know, different skins to your character maybe like different weapons that they can use things like that um and then also being a part of like say some kind of expansion or something like an expansion pass or season pass and things like that so so yeah so um other than that um let's get into some more um different things about the nintendo switch so um previously you know this has been kind of an ongoing thing that's been going on with the nintendo switch for at least i would say at least about uh about a month really really good for a really good way about a month because first of all you know the news first came out there was supposed to be like a Nintendo Switch Pro. Um, there became a Nintendo Switch Lite. So the Nintendo Switch Lite now has been revealed. Everybody knows what it looks like. Everybody knows the specs. Everybody also knows, you know, what it's going to do, what it won't be able to do. And now the pre-orders is set up. Pre-orders is available. Now people have already pre-ordered. And or those of you that are interested in this, um, it's you know it's like I said it's it's currently going to be available in September. I don't know the exact date offhand, but it will be available in September. The good thing about this this version of the Nintendo Switch will be number one. It's really not a Nintendo Switch. It's more like a Nintendo handheld. Another thing is that it is a hundred dollars cheaper than your traditional Nintendo Switch. So you will be paying like one ninety nine for it. So that's that's actually good screen. The screen resolution looks pretty good um, battery life. I'm not sure. I mean, there's been some conflicting information um, whether the battery life is the same as the Nintendo Switch, the original one, or will it be a different like a, will it have an expanded um, expanded battery life? So that that's still kind of, you know, I, I still have to get the the correct information on that. But it's one ninety nine. Um, my personal opinion is is that for one ninety nine, you know, you're getting a a dedicated handheld system that you can play your Switch games on it. Not every game that you'll be not every game you'll be able to play on there. Meaning that you won't be able to play games that require you to take the joy cons, the traditional joy cons off on the sides, the detachable joy cons, because of course the joy guns on this one does not detach so that's the one thing to remember on this one the particular model does it look nice it looks very nice in my opinion um it's a smaller yes it's smaller it's a smaller screen but i really feel that this is targeting more families that have multiple children and you know multiple children in the household and maybe one person or two people in the household has a a regular switch and you know the, the other kids want one so i think that this is really where nintendo is really the target the target market for this particular item is for now the, up to something that's more current about this the nintendo switch so one, um, there has been released um, some new new Joy-Cons. If you check on Amazon, there's new Joy-Cons on there. The um, 
there's also been uh, more of a resolution or a fix for the Joy-Con drift situation that Nintendo was having. And so that has been, from what I understand, people are now able to call Nintendo support, return their Joy-Con, whether it's the left one or the right one, in whatever case yours is in, um, you can actually go and get it and get it fixed. So that's a good thing. That's actually a good thing. So Nintendo needs to do that in order to have great customer service. You got people that are investing their money in their product. They need to be able to back their product. They may be able to fix whatever issues that go on with their product so that they can continue a great history with their customer base. So, um, What's happening next is there is what you call a revised version of the of the original switch. So those of you that have the original switch like I do, there is a new um, I guess they would call it version two or yeah, I believe it's version two. They're calling it. What this is, is a switch that has better battery life. It also um, has a as a a, a little bit of a stronger processor. And <clears throat> I think to say the least, what the, what Nintendo's really done was they wanted to make sure they built something that would not overheat. Now, those of us like myself that has a Nintendo Switch, there are some games, particular games, that, you know, with every kind of uh, device like this, whether it be a handheld, whether it be the more more lights, the, the, the uh, like a, a dedicated um, uh, console system, like an Xbox or the PlayStation, all of them require some kind of ventilation and a fan. So your Nintendo Switch is no different. It has a fan in it. So some games that we play, like for instance, maybe Legend of Zelda, maybe Splatoon 2, you know, high intensity, real fast paced games, games that the processor inside the device has to run that much harder. You know, those particular ones, the, the, the fan runs that much harder to cool it down. Also, the battery life also gets hit because it's running a lot harder. This, this is the reason why um, our, all of our original switches, they only last, battery life lasts anywhere between, say, three and four hours. And that's, again, that's depending on what game that you are playing. Any the high intensity games, yes, it's going to run um, hotter. It's going to run, the fan's going to run faster, and you're going to have a shorter battery life as a result. Now, the version two that's that's already out, from what I understand, the 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 the, the version um, version two, which is a revised version of the Nintendo Switch, is already available. It's available nationwide. You can pick it up at Walmart. You can pick it up at Target. You can also pick it up. Um, now on Amazon. So um, the, how can you tell which one is different from the original ones if they still have them on the shelves? There is the version two will have a, uh, a basically a red box. It will be in a red box. It won't really say revised or new, but it'll just say the same thing. It'll still say Nintendo Switch, but still make sure that you're getting the one that ha that's in a red box. So that's for those of you that are deciding to pick this up. Um, another great news item that came across for Nintendo is the Super NES games. It's now coming to, uh, or will be, excuse me, will be, let me backtrack, will be coming to the Nintendo Switch online service. Now, let me, let me kind of make sure I, I, I put this out here for those of you that are listening right now. This is only a rumor. This is not, this is not, has not been right now as of now officially announced by a Nintendo. The reason why this is making the news right now is because there has been a trademark uh, listing set up already for um, Super NES Joy-Cons. Now, those of you that remember when the Nintendo Switch online service first took off or first was started on the Nintendo Switch, they they also brought in the uh, NES classic NES Joy Cons, which were basically shaped as NES controllers, and you could slip them on the side of your Nintendo Switch, actually play them, and everything, and you could play them like you know without without having to charge them up or anything because they were connected Bluetooth and all that. So the same thing. There is an actual trademark listing now of instead of the NES Super NES controllers 
coming out for the Nintendo Switch, which is going to this, which is leading us to all believe that we're finally going to get Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo games on the online service. I will let's talk a little bit about that. One, a lot of us, you know, we, you know, when we bought a Switch, you know, we instantly wanted online. They finally came out with online service, and it just was not the best type of feature to have um nintendo down through the years in my opinion has never done online as well that has not been their strong strongest uh feature you know of xbox playstation both of them do online very well but when it comes to nintendo they've that was the that's the only thing that they really they really seem like for some reason they can they can never get it they can never hit it just right to add more injury or pain to injury, um, the selections that you get on the online service right now. Now, don't get me wrong. I do like the first Mario. I am one of the guys that, you know, I I had the NES. I had the Super NES, the GameCube, the 64. Excuse me. I don't know why I keep, keep it, skipping over the 64. But I had the Nintendo 64. Then I had the GameCube. I had the Wii. I had the Wii U. And in between that, I also had the handheld. So I had the Game Boy, the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Advance, the Game Boy SP, and then I and then later on I had the um, the DS, the DS Lite, and the new 3DS. Then it became the 3DS. So I've had every single Nintendo system, and that's why a lot of times when you hear me talk on Nintendo on games, video games, it's mostly about Nintendo because I pretty much down through the years have always had some sort of Nintendo device or Nintendo thing. Now, in saying that, the reason why I mention that is because the online service it started off introducing us to the old school NES games, the ones that we first that that I grew up with. You know, your Mario, your your Mario and Luigi ones, uh, Punch Out, uh, Hockey, um, just a lot of the first, just the like the first anniversary of their games. So those were cool, and then seemed like as the year went by and the months went by and the thing that i had a problem with too was that we was only getting like say a selection of two a month so i really felt like you know why are they only giving us two a month their library is a lot bigger than that well they've only been slipping out two a month and then they start doing like a special version of them to where it's like more of a powered version and it's just kind of weird but I don't know. They, I don't. I think that Nintendo pretty much is trying to is trying to. They're trying to experiment with online. They're not sure exactly what's going to work for them. They're always trying to. They're, not, they're never. One thing about Nintendo, they've never tried to imitate another game company. My thing has always been great. You know, why don't you do like say Microsoft, like Xbox, what they're doing? They're doing a nine ninety nine service to where you can play unlimited games or actually maybe like a hundred games of their choice of what they put out for that month. And you can play those. You can actually download them and they're yours as long as you are connected to the online service. And I really think that that was such a great idea. And I really wish as a Nintendo um, fan that that Nintendo would do the same thing. And the reason why I say that, because Nintendo has such a great library of games. So am I still complaining? Yes. <laughs> yes. No. At the same time, do I want them to be better? Yes, I really do. Now I'm hoping again, I'm keeping my fingers crossed and trying to stay as positive and, you know, as, a, as I can. So we'll see what happens if if and when the super nes games and i'm sure it will i'm not saying if as in i don't really mean that they won't i think they will eventually but i really wish they would improve and i'm looking forward to that i want them to, to do more porting there were some great ports there's some great ports of some games that they can actually port over from say the other games like the Wii and the Wii U. Now the Wii probably be more, a little bit more challenging for them because the way it's the way you play certain games with the nunchuck and all that stuff, you know, the Wii remote. So that's a little bit different, but I'm hoping that 
they will eventually come around and port some of the GameCube games and maybe some of the Wii U games even. The Wii U, the system didn't do great at all. I believe that it was poor marketed. I believe that it was a lot of confusion behind it because it sounded too much like their 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 older system, their the older system they had, which was the Wii. And, you know, they came out with the Wii U and not a lot a lot of the general public, I believe, that they really did not catch on to really what it was. So it didn't do well in sales and that was one of the poorest selling systems that Nintendo has ever had. But was it great? I, I had one and I thought it was a great system. It has some wonderful games on it, but unfortunately just didn't sell well. So I'm hoping again, my thoughts on the Super NES games coming out on Nintendo Switch online service, I hope that we will definitely um, get out of the funk on that and hopefully that that it will be better now on to another subject at hand in the video game world so um i don't really re i don't really talk too much about this but um this had made such a um such big news that i felt that i needed to not only report about this or or share this on my podcast but also kind of talk a little bit about it now there is what you call um streaming services so twitch being one of them twitch is a video game um it's a video game streaming service now from what i understand you know it does more than just video games but the main thing it does is that you know you have video game streamers now i'm not sure exactly my audience of people that are listening to this podcast and hearing this content right now but let me explain to you real quick what a video game streamer is it's a person that makes a living um playing a video game or or showing themselves on video on video whether it be through youtube or twitch mainly twitch and you're able to tune in to their particular channel while they're playing a game like say Fortnite or whatnot. Now, this these individuals, they are full-time streamers. This is what they do for a living. This is what they do for their job. This is how they earn a living. They are what they call video game streamers. There's also YouTubers. There's also like myself, podcasters. Now, most of the people that are Video game streamers make a lot of money. They spend a lot of time. They spend eight hours, almost eight hours a day. I'm not sure whether they do it eight hours a day or five days a week type of deal, but they spend a lot of time just playing video games for an audience of, say, thousands of people. Now, this particular news, news came out because there is a new service called Mixer, which is by Microsoft. Mixer is is a is a another new um, streaming service that you know it's not as big as Twitch, but because it's connected to Microsoft, I'm sure it's going to get some traction real soon eventually. So what they did was one of their biggest streamers from Twitch, which is a, a young man named Ninja. He goes by the name of Ninja. Um, he is like their top Twitch's top number one streamer brings a lot of eyes to the to the uh to the channel which brings a lot of uh, uh money to the platform okay so there's a lot of there's a lot of business a lot of money coming into this so ninja um from what i understand he had gotten a deal from um goodness he got a deal from microsoft of some something over six either a six million dollar deal um to video stream his his content on mixer um of course you know instantly he left twitch i'm not sure how much he was getting at twitch but he was from what i understand he was getting a lot he was their top you know streamer on twitch and he from what i understand he had over 14 million views Here's here's the problem that I here's the problem that was going on. Basically, I'm getting to the point. So, um, what ended up happening was when he made this move, Twitch. First of all, you know they wished him well. They said, you know, congratulations. Hope you do well in your new endeavors and so forth and so on. Now that's how it started off. It started off innocent. Then the next thing that ended up happening was. Because he had such a high rated channel with, you know, so many viewers and, and subscribers to his channel, then I guess for some reason, 
because uh, was there was somebody that was able to to uh, to get other subscribers to go on his channel as if he was still there, which he's not still there. He's he vacated that channel. They were promoting other they were promoting other videos on this channel. They were actually you know using other streamers i guess and to try to gain more money for those streamers and stuff like that even though ninja was no longer occupying that channel anymore and which is basically ethically wrong to do then the next thing they were doing was and some people say that this was because they were kind of being but a little bit butt hurt that ninja was you know basically dumps twitch to go to mixer I don't know the real situation on it. Me, my, me personally, if somebody offered me $6 million and I was doing that type of work, you know, and they offered to, you know, sign in deal. I mean, hey, this is business. You know, I got to make a living, too. And that would be I would have to make a decision to probably do the same thing Ninja did. Now, he was upset because he found out later that there had been a lot of trolls, a lot of people that were using his channel to stream his content or stream content that didn't belong to him. Second of all, what made matters worse was somebody actually put adult pornography on his on his old stream, which is not a good look because people will go on there. You know, you got people that you got kids, you got underage kids that, is, that actually get on Twitch now and they 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 watch this stuff now. So this is a note to your parents. Make sure that you're, you know, being, you know, watching your children and what they what they're doing. But they pretty much, you know, they they put adult content on there, which they were doing that to make him look bad, to be honest with you. I think it was kind of a thing that they were just really trying to make this guy, this kid look bad. He had to get on, um, I guess, YouTube and do a special video apologizing to all his followers and those of them that didn't know that he had left Twitch to go to Mixer. But <clears throat> I, I say this, and, and this is the reason why I brought this up, because first of all, you know, um, evil comes in all types of ways. And a lot of times when when people uh, get upset, you know, you you making this decision to go here. We don't like it. You know, the thing about it is we're living in a culture of, of people taking things and matters in their own hands and they're doing things to really demolish your career and demolish you and to 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 really make a bad name for you just really shut you down and you know if you're one of those type of people that gets mad i mean first of all it's video games guys this is only video games i mean just because a person leaves goes to another thing it's a business move go download mixer and follow him there you're 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 feeling like you got to be um pretty much uh, allegiance or you know so so connected to twitch and i'm not saying because i'm you know, I'm nobody when it comes to this type of stuff. But when I hear stuff like this, it really it really makes me figure like, you know, you know, come on, guys, this is very immature. Now, yeah, you're probably sitting there thinking that, yeah, well, Larry, guess what? You know, there's a lot of immature people on Twitch. That is true. But that's the same time. It doesn't give them an excuse to do mean stuff like that. So the the end of this story or the situation at hand, Twitch had to come out. The CEO of Twitch came out, made an apology um, on behalf of all the stuff that was going on because it's not a good look and they do not condone this type of stuff. They are now investigating who put those videos up on his on his channel. They are they took control of the channel. Now nobody's able to add extra videos and things like that to this channel so you know that's just one of the things that we really have to be careful of and stuff so again that's just something i want to mention and that's pretty much all i have when it comes to video games so you know when you get a chance you know get ready for that nintendo switch the, the version 2 and also the nintendo switch Lite. Um, or the Nintendo Lite, I should call it. Uh, actually, they should call it. They should call it Nintendo Lite, not Nintendo Switch Lite. It's not no longer a Nintendo Switch if you cannot dock it and you cannot play it on the television like like the regular one. So anyway, that's just my little rant on that. But that's about all I got.
Hey, so in movies, um, so have you have you all got a chance to see um, the movies that's been coming out in the month of August so far? So um, I believe right now Dora the Explorer or yeah Dora the Dora the Explorer. I'm just gonna say that because I don't remember the name the full name of the movie. Um, that's out. I believe it came out um, last Friday as well as um, oh my goodness. Um, as well as um, I think Brian Banks came out. Um, that was the movie about the uh, the the man that was accused of something that was thrown in jail. Um, so that one um, also came out, I believe, over the weekend. And um, that was I think that was some of the big movies. There was a few. It was one other one that I can't think of. Oh, The Kitchen. <laughs> the Kitchen came out. So The Kitchen. Um, um, it came out on the ninth. I have not went out to see it um, over my my two days off that I had. But um, if I get a chance to look at it, um, I'll definitely let you guys know. Now, um, while I'm thinking about it, there is a deal for those of you that like to go to the movies frequently, like I do. Um, if you have a Regal Rewards card or you know if you pretty much go to regal um theaters um they now have currently have what they call a regal unlimited usage card for um, what they call unlimited movies now um i did um subscribe to it because i i'm i figured i'm considered a a uh a frequent user or frequent excuse me movie goer and so um yeah the the catch well i'm not gonna say there's a catch but in, in a way it's not um you pay i want to say like 22 dollars um a month and you get a chance to uh get a chance to see at least i think i want to say it's either there is a limit i want to say it's either four movies or maybe it might be a little bit more than that. But there's a couple of tiers to it. There's like a 20, either it's a $21 tier, a $22, and a $23 tier. Um, I don't have the notes in front of me to really be correct on that information. But if you go to Regal.com, uh, you can actually get that information as well. But definitely, um, uh, the catch is is that you, you're not, you're, you're able to, um, go and get a movie in advance. Um, you can actually even take someone with you, which still is kind of a deal because you're not paying two tickets. You're actually paying one. And, um, but the thing is, is that you, they, they seat you. In other words, they pick out what seat that you're going to have to sit in. So that to me, I was just like, uh, you know, but honestly, that if you want to if you want to if you just want to have a unlimited movie going experience and you want to give that a try and you know i i think that overall I, I think it's worth it because think about it if you if you go to the theater twice like two times to watch a movie you pretty much paid for the membership for that month you know what i'm saying so the generally even on a on on the movie time movie days um even on the discount days you're paying pretty much close to nine dollars a ticket so in essence yeah you're you're getting you know a little bit over twenty dollars twenty three dollars a lot of times what i do is i i advance pay my ticket as well and so sometimes i'll i'll go to fandango or something and i'll you know i'll purchase a ticket through fandango you the the benefit is though i mean you still lo you, you don't lose the benefit of having like say a regal points and so 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 those of you that you know are like myself you know you get to try to get the regal points so that you can get like discounts on concession items like you know sodas and popcorn or whatever um you still can get that with the regal unlimited so um give that a try they, they officially have it out and again this is just one of the things that you know you know um movie theaters some movie companies now are doing to keep people interested in going to the theaters to watch movies um 
there's also one other discussion I have I have to bring up basically you know we have the rise of streaming services so you have a lot of things a lot of uh, movies that are coming on uh, Amazon you got movies that's coming on Netflix and movies that's coming through Hulu you got movies that are coming through HBO now and you also have you know CBS and man just a whole host of others and the reason why I'm bringing this up because um, the, for, the, the the whole landscape of media or entertainment media is changing because a lot of times, you know, and I brought this up in an example one time, um, um, the Avengers Endgame, Avengers Endgame, I believe it came out, if I'm not mistaken, I know, um, and I always remember um, Captain Marvel came out in March, Avengers Endgame came out like say, I think in April, uh, at the end of April or something like that. So it came out at the end of April. And now you can actually get the Avengers Endgame now on digital at like as of this month of August. And then as of today, or yeah, as of now, currently now, you can actually go to like your Target or Walmart and actually pick it up on a Blu-ray. So I, I brought that up because it's a, the, the, the time that it took from the time that it was running in the theater, it ran in the theater for goodness, since uh, April, March, I mean, yeah, April, May, June, July, maybe May, actually it was like what, April, the end of April, then you had all of May, all of June. So pretty much it's safely to say um, June, July, um, maybe two months running in theaters. And then they did a re-release, which, you know, they were trying to get, you know, people to come back to the theaters and watch like this uh, extended content they had so that they can get the numbers up to beat Avatar. I mean, it was, I, you know, I had my own views on that. I, I really thought that was a waste, but again, you know, this movie, it didn't last. And it was one of the big, it was considered the biggest blockbuster movie of the summer. Less known, one of the big, one of the biggest movies in Marvel history, I should say, too. So, again, you know, I, I'm, I, I kind of look at this like, wow, you know, things have really changed to where sometimes you didn't even see a movie come out on, like, say, digital or DVD or, or Blu-ray at the time, you know, that quick. So now we're seeing things come quicker. And the reason why I bring this up, because, you know, the theaters are still competing against um, against the streaming services. They're streaming against, you know, that. And, and as a result, they're actually pushing movies, the run running through movies, you know, quickly through the theaters. And the movie going experience is what they're really trying to make sure that 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 they're pushing on the customers. So am I saying that, you know, I guess the question I have is, do you feel like, you know, the movie theaters are, are going to be going out of business because of, say, movie streaming? And, you know, people I mean, now you got you can get you can go to Walmart and get you like a surround sounds stereo you know speakers and stuff for your for your movies now you can have movie night at home you can have you know you have big screen tvs now are are, are cheaper you can buy them cheaper now than you have been be able able before and you know you can get a nice big roku like 60 almost close to 60 inch tv for less than say i don't know less than 500 dollars, which is considered cheap um I guess my question is, is that do you feel that the theaters are eventually um, are going away? Um, I think everything goes through some sort of a phase, some sort of a revision or a change. And I think that movies in general is happening. It's also happening in the movie industry as well. So I'm just that's just a um, kind of a question that, you know, some of you can actually, you know, you know, get back at me on the comments and stuff and let me know what you guys think, because, you know, I'm just kind of curious. I, I mean, I enjoy I'm, I'm one that enjoy, enjoy, enjoys going to the movies. It's like something that kind of takes me out of the monotonous day that I would have. And so just being able to, you know. Um, relax in, in a movie theater with some with maybe a soda or popcorn or whatever I mean that's like a guilty pleasure that I enjoy having so I'm just curious about what you think and 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 how do you feel about it so that's just my thought for that um so 
uh, Disney, um, they've been back and forth about what to do with Deadpool. Reason why they say that because Disney, uh, you know, they did the acquisition of Fox, and Fox um, or Deadpool, the character, is a part of the Fox network or the Fox movie network or something. Movie company, excuse me. It's a it's a Marvel. He's a Marvel character, but he's also a part of the uh, Fox acquisition. So the reason why I'm bringing that up because there was an interview. Um, David Leach, who is a producer, uh, did, did an interview with um, Yahoo. Deadpool is a, a rated R rated R character. Although you know he says that. He tells them that uh, although uh, I guess Disney doesn't always need to make, you know, they need they can make PG-13 movies, but say Deadpool, even though it's rated R, doesn't always have to be rated R. So how do you how do you guys feel about that? I mean, do I have any Deadpool fans out there? Anyone that that enjoyed watching Deadpool? I saw I've seen both of them. I've seen Deadpool the first one, and I also seen the Deadpool two. Um, I did miss the Christmas version of it. Um, those of you that are not familiar with Deadpool, Deadpool is a it's a it's he's a Marvel character slash superhero. He has these abilities that where he really cannot die um and there's a lot of action in their movies and stuff like that but the thing that that really stands out about deadpool is that he's very crude he's very nasty he can be vulgar at times and yes the humor is the humor can be crude so it's really not recommended for children that are under 13 to be honest with you but i remember times where i would go to the theater and watch the movie and there were children that were there with their parents of all things under 13 and so they were able to they were allowed to watch it so you know i'm just kind of curious you know when since disney has acquired um one of say more um fox's you know fox's characters now i'm wondering you know whether or not you know are they going to tone him down are they going to tone that movie down or what what not and if they did is it going to take away from the purity of what who deadpool is as a character now the other the other thing that i thought about was the fact that even though they acquired fox i mean could couldn't they still keep it as a fox driven character i mean yes um, Disney will, does own Fox now, technically, but how would they work that? So that's a question I have for you as well. Now, another thing, um, Disney did their their earnings. Um, I guess their 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 quarterly earnings, and they were pretty disappointed because um, they had their stock was down like four percent. And from what I understand. Um, what, at least what the news is reporting is that it's due to poor performances from the the uh, the X Men or X yeah the X Men series or the movie that came out recently um, Dark Phoenix. So just kind of curious, you know. Hopefully that uh, I know it's not going to bring Disney down at all. It's just that they this is something that is kind of like the writing on the raw on the wall in my opinion for fox um now that disney has now acquired fox um fox i'm not sure if they're going to even be having a, a full identity it sounds like disney will actually reconsider how they're going to use fox and i believe i almost want to believe too and i've seen this on the video once before too that they may even try to dismantle um, whatever is left of Fox. In other words, they would actually, you know, it, it would it would actually be consumed with all Disney, and you would really never even hear of, of anything of Fox. So, just kind of curious on that, you know, um, you know, after that earnings report, you know, they, they were full, according to the news, they weren't too happy with it, and um, yeah. Now, from what one of the things that i just recently heard too is that disney is supposed to be rebooting um some fox um fox led movies that came from fox which was um home alone which is one of them uh, night at the museum diary diary of a wimpy kid and cheaper by the dozen 
And again, I think this is the reason why I heard the comment that I made that I heard um, recently about about Fox. And they're saying that, yeah, you know, maybe Fox could be, you know, they just take it apart for the parts. So in other words, just dismantle the entire thing and the series and the the signature shows or movies they can actually reboot them and put them either on the movie theaters or disney plus so that's probably what's going to end up happening with some of these like i can only imagine like say diary of a wimpy kid you know that can be something that will be on disney plus you know the disney plus streaming service um there might be even cheaper by the dozen may go on there but night Night at the Museum, which was a big movie, you know, I had Robin Williams in it. That may be a reboot, maybe, to the movie theater and maybe um, Home Alone. I'm not sure, you know. <laughs> I'll say this. This is my own personal opinion. And, you know, there's a lot of y'all that might like love Home Alone. I really didn't get into Home Alone. I think it was only maybe one Home Alone, which was the first, the very first one. The rest of them, it just like didn't do it for me. But I can't believe that they're actually doing a reboot. And I, and that's just my opinion. I'm like, who, who's really asking for this? But again, you know, I think that maybe they're going for the nostalgia factor, if anything, um, to try to maybe may put some life into <clears throat> excuse me an old classic because that's really what uh, mainly home alone to me it was considered a classic so i don't know well, i hope that uh i hope that this would be a good decision i guess but uh anything that disney does you know one if they experiment with something and it doesn't work out um like wrinkle in time um that movie just was a big flop but they still made money. It, it didn't hurt their. It didn't hurt their bottom line, and they survived. I mean, Disney prints money at this point now, so that's just <laughs> that's just where Disney as a company is at. The other thing that I thought about too is with these with these things like Star Wars. Um, now they have Star Wars. Now they have Marvel, and they have a few other big big franchises under their belt. It appears as though they're making sure that they really establish themselves as a movie company, kind of like a, 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 you know, like a 21st Century Fox, like it was back in the days. Um, and so um, also they, you know, their 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 amusement parks are a big source of revenue, revenue for them. I mean, you got Disney, uh, Disneyland and you got Disney World and you have Disney Hong Kong, you got Disney Euro Disney. I mean, these are huge sources of revenue for Disney, along with their their movies and their television and their entertainment and everything else that they're doing um, on top of, you know, whatever they're they're gobbling up and eating up now. But the thing about it is my thing is with Disney um, number one, yes, they are changing as a company. Number two, you know, um, whoever is right is 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 directing them, or whoever is uh, leading the helm of Disney right now is, um, I guess, is uh, Bob Iger. And so, you know, hopefully, you know, his his whole thing is really about business and uh he's not really concerned about you know the 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 innocence of disney anymore i think he's trying to really compete you know you got universal studios are still on his heels and so they got to be careful of that but for now um yeah disney's a beast um there's one other news item that's kind of floating around. It's not very, it's not making very big news, but it's something that um, I was really interested in when I heard about it. There is a um, an attempt by Lucasfilms to make a movie that's not a Star Wars movie, and it's a movie. Um, the The title of the movie is based on a book, and the book is was called Children of um, Children of Blood and Bone. Um, so basically, Lucasfilms, it would be the first non-star movie film for Lucasfilms since Disney acquisition of Fox. And it's a Nigerian-based movie, which is what caught my interest. Nigerian-based movie. I'm not sure who the director is going to be of this. And um, um, I think from somebody told me or what I heard was it was some someone that was directing... Um, 
Star Wars already. So I don't know exactly. I don't know how true that is. But it's under Lucasfilms, and Lucasfilms is thinking about taking it on. But um, it's a Nigerian-based movie. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, it's a Nigerian-based movie and fantasy-based um, and magic. So I'm kind of curious. I'm actually kind of curious just based on those little things alone. And um, so another thing I wanted to mention, too, before I forget, Disney Plus has also announced offering, uh, future, offering future subscribers a bundle deal. Which will have Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN. So, um, most definitely, um, that's something. Oh, and the price on that was going to be twelve ninety nine. That's why I forgot to mention twelve ninety nine for this. Now, what do you guys think about this? I personally think that it's a great deal. I am a subscriber. One, I subscribe to YouTube TV. Great service. I enjoy it. It's live TV. Plus, you get some cable channels as well on there. I also have Netflix and I also have uh, Hulu. So, I'm definitely, I'm definitely interested in this bundle deal, actually, um, because I will be getting uh, Disney Plus. I will be getting Hulu and I will be getting ESPN. Um I'm not as big on sports myself, but I really feel like it's it's still a good offer to have. Um, and then hopefully I could probably get maybe Hulu TV, live TV through Hulu. So um, let me your thoughts on that. I think that um, it's a good, good deal, especially if you're trying to cut the cord on cable, you're trying to get away from cable. Um, I think personally that is an excellent, excellent, excellent deal. So. Leave me your thoughts and questions and stuff like that on that. And uh, anything that I can answer, or any information you have, anything that you have any questions about, just leave me a comment and um, I'll try to get back to you. All right. So that's about all I have for the movies, for, for my movie segment and entertainment segment. Until next time, hope to see you at the movies. Hey, so in my tech news or my tech segment, um, pretty much I um, I catch like certain things that I see like on on the on YouTube, and pretty much most of the time, you know, I what catches my attention is new phones and stuff like that. Um, so um, there was a review that was done on a particular phone that was a Samsung Galaxy phone. So um, some of you might be thinking, well, we just talked about the Samsung Galaxy S10 and the S10 Plus or the 10 Plus. No. Well, yeah, we did. But those were like the high-end luxury phones. Again, I have a thing where, you know, yeah, you know, you can spend, you know, like say close to $1,000 or maybe 1200 now for a phone. $1,300 for a phone um, you know I have my own thoughts about it but the thing about it is is this when you're buying um, uh, I say a flagship phone you know you're looking at what it has to offer and what it can do all the stuff that you're going to be paying for and definitely it needs to work it needs to be basically comparable to the price that you're spending on that phone so you know in the case of the Note the Note Plus actually it looks really good or no, excuse me, the 10 and the 10 plus. I'm um, misquoted that, but the 10 and the 10 plus, those are very good phones, actually, believe it or not. So I, I really don't have a problem um, with the phones. And I and honestly, believe it or not, I mean, probably surprised some of you. I'm not surprised. I'm not even, I'm not even, I don't even have a problem with the price, actually, because of the fact of what, what all it could do. And, you know, technically, yeah, you're going to, you're going to buy a phone and, you're probably going to keep a phone like that for at least, you know, say three, three years at least. Um, you know, phones now, you know, they have to last at least that long for it to be, you know, worth spending that type of money. And the thing about it is, is that these are like small computers. So, again, I'm sure you're going to take care of it. You're going to make sure that, you know, you, you put the case on it and things like that. So, you know, I just feel like there's just certain ways that you take care of a thousand dollar plus phone. So, 
that's not really the subject of this of this episode this segment right now so i um saw a video on a really really nice budget phone samsung galaxy phone and it's in the a series some of you might already know about it already or may have already seen it but this is the Samsung Galaxy A20. It's going. It's on sale. It's available. Number one, it's available at Amazon for one hundred and sixty dollars. That is so cheap, and it's you know what kind of basically you know who would this phone be made for or or sent to? I would say maybe one of your your kids. You know now that you know your kids are going to high school, going to getting ready to go to school even, you know, um, I would actually check with T-Mobile and or AT&T. From, matter of fact, that's what, speaking of that, that's what the, the notes that I have. They are actually only uh, GSM phones only. So that means that they are not available as, say, another, like a Verizon or anything of that matter. Right now, it's like AT&T, T-Mobile only. Um so let me give you the the rundown on this phone. So it comes in like five different colors. So you have a black, a deep blue, an orange, a red, and a gold. Okay, and it's a uh, six point four six point four inch uh, screen display, Super AMOLED resolution. It's seven twenty to fifteen sixty. You have three gigabytes of RAM. You have thirty two gigabytes of storage in it, and you also have a micro SD slot with expandable storage up to one terabyte okay which you that's pretty good it comes out the box android 9 so it's the latest version of the android uh system you get a 4000 milliamp battery unfortunately it's non-removable but it's got um 15 it's a 15 watt fast charging uh as well um you have two rear view cameras in it uh wide angle lens which is a 13 megapixel wide angle lens you got an ultra wide angle lens five megapixel the front uh camera lens is eight megapixel eight megapixels camera excuse me it's running uh bluetooth 5.0 uh, NFC, it's charging with a USB-C type charging. Um, it has a, a F- FM radio in it. It has a fingerprint unlock or fingerprint sensor on the back. It has a headphone jack and it also, um, believe it or not, has face unlock. I've seen this phone um, being demonstrated. Lots of good features in this phone. Um, is it a flagship phone? Is it a high luxury phone? No, it's not. So the the processor in it, which is the one the thing that I failed to mention, it's not a Snapdragon uh, 4.0 or anything of that nature. I didn't write it down because it was something that I did not recognize. But just know this: the performance on this phone that I've actually seen, you know, as he as this person was was demonstrating it, it was kind of slow. But it's not as it's not too too slow that a person like say your child or even yourself even if you wanted to just take that as a secondary phone or what have you that would not be okay with it because it's it's considered a budget phone. <clears throat> it's a kind of a plastically plastically plastic type looking phone in the back so on the back of it. The colors look great. Um, very colorful, deep blacks on it. So it does have a great color to it. It has all the things that you could do in the Samsung. It's got the picture in picture. It has a split screen. Um, it, it's, you know, it, it does pretty much everything that Samsung Galaxy phones pretty much do. It doesn't, I mean, it's not a bare bones, you know, for being, for it being $160, it's not just bare bones. You do get, some pretty good perks i mean the fact that you got nfc and the fact that you got um you know android what is it android uh nine out the box you know um i thought that was i thought that was wonderful actually i thought that was pretty good so again um that's one of a good recommendation if you're in a t-mobile store or AT&T, look for that phone for your kid or your even yourself uh, say you know, and, and see, remember this, something may happen to your main phone and you just need that backup phone. This is a great backup phone. So 
it's $160. You probably get it like this, like this person mentioned, you probably get it at T-Mobile for like $70. It's really, it's really uh, worth, I mean, something like that I, to invest in something like that as a backup. It's, that's perfect. So what do you think about it? You got any questions about it or any concerns or any just, you know, just comments about it? Let me know. Please let me know. So that's about all I have on on the the tech stuff right now. Um, there is the Samsung Galaxy S. Uh, excuse me, Samsung Galaxy Note 10 and the Note 10 Plus reviews are are review videos are out and about. So go and check you know YouTube and stuff. Get a chance to to look at it. Um, you know it should be uh, there'll be having that out rolling that out pretty soon we should be hearing some more stuff about apple uh, apple should be coming out with uh their their um their flagship phone pretty soon um so we, i'm expecting to hear a apple event props possibly coming up real soon here too as well um we're coming in the month of september and normally around this time of year it's where we hear you know some things from apple so uh, I'll, I'll be also mentioning that. So, yes, even though I am an Android fan, but yes, I do, you know, sometimes when I hear things about Apple and uh, especially when it comes to their phones and stuff, I like to report that. So I'll let you guys know when I hear it and as I hear it coming down the pike and let you guys know. All right. Have a, have a good day.